Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports-Podcast for March 15th. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric. I'm the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF21 Sports on Twitter, Instagram at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy. If you're interested in becoming part of the sports betting team for fantasy football takes and daily sports takes at ETOF21 Sports underscore fantasy for horse racing picks at etof 21 sports underscore horse underscore racing yes i did give out a 800 dollars winner for a pick five this weekend we hit oregon at plus 5,000 to win the pac 12 we hit georgia tech at plus a thousand win the acc great conference championship week for those of you that have signed up to be part of the march madness package for only 25 bucks still have a couple of those available for anyone that's interested welcome to the team Four plays have been set, and let's fucking go. Let's start cashing those tickets. I love this time of year. And I really didn't realize how much I missed it until Saturday. Because those three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, of just nonstop basketball are great. I played basketball growing up. And when my mom retired, and when everyone retires, they need that thing to go into. And my mom's thing just happened to be college basketball. My mom is a legit hoop head. Probably as big as a hoop head as I am. So my mom and I text during the games. She's very knowledgeable. She can break down a defense, break down an offense. She knows the players. Her and I do this little $100 winner-take-all, a mano-a-mano bracket challenge, and it is great. So, I mean, I really missed that last year. The talking to my mom about basketball was great these last three days and this whole college basketball season, just talking with my mom about it. And I'm looking forward to continuing that and also giving you guys some winners. So with this podcast, normally it's a reaction podcast. And I'll give some thoughts about the weekend, but obviously the big news is the tournament. So I'm going to be going through the brackets and just kind of giving you guys some initial thoughts on the brackets and what I see at the top of my head. I will be going on the That's What G Said podcast on Tuesday and giving out a couple bets I like and kind of my initial thought process a little bit on the bracket where I have teams going and be a little bit more filled it out, filled out a little bit more in depth. This right here, this is just top of the head, initial thoughts, initial reactions. So let's dive right into it. Gonzaga versus Norfolk State or Appalachian. I mean, obviously, no-brainer. Gonzaga, you know, will win that. Their next round against Oklahoma and Missouri. Missouri started out the season great, and they've kind of limped to the finish. I've made some money fading up against them, and Oregon really looked bad in that Big 12 against Big Twelve game against uh, Kansas. And who knows? Like, they could have some COVID issues, too. I know they've been cleared to play, but COVID could show up after a couple days. So I... I don't really see either one of those teams pushing Gonzaga. Um, and that's, that game is a pure stay away game. I couldn't, I wouldn't bet that game with my ex-girlfriend's money. Creighton, USC, Santa Barbara. Creighton's kind of limp to the finish line. I really think the issue with McDermott is going to hinder them. I expect that game to be a little bit close. Virginia, Ohio. Ohio's got this kid... Jason Preston, who's the real deal. Ohio puts up about 80 a game. Everyone knows Virginia plays that packet-in style. Ohio's going to get out and look to run. And also, we don't we don't know who, who has COVID for Virginia. We have no idea the COVID situation for Virginia and who they have. So 
I know my guys, we already have a move sent out in this game. It's been loaded in, it's locked in, it's been sent out. So I really look forward to this game. This game I have circled, and this game could potentially be an upset. Next game, USC against Wichita Drake. It's no secret, guys. Everyone knows what I like to do in, in a Wichita State game. It's no secret if you're part of my team or been following my plays. So with that being said, I think it's going to be Drake and USC. USC, they got some talent, but they always seem to underachieve. And I think that game could be close. USC has got, I don't know, I'll have to do a little bit more in-depth, but that Drake-USC game is going to be really interesting. Kansas-Eastern Washington. Eastern Washington is that team that no one really wants to play they play at a very fast tempo and are shooting the ball great their last couple of games. And we don't know, for Kansas, we don't know who has the COVID. We have no idea what players have the COVID and what exactly they're going to be putting on the field, on the field, on the court. Excuse me. Anything over a 11 or a 12 would be an instant grab for me on the uh, East, Eastern, East Washington side. Oregon, VCU. This is always a type of year that Oregon always produces. They have a great coach. They have athletic guys. They hit hard with COVID. Granted, I know they lost to my Beavers in the Pac-12, but with the athleticism that they have, the rebounding, and the talent, I think this is a team that could make a Sweet 16 run. I think Grand Canyon is initially going to give Iowa a little trouble. They do have some size that's going to be able to kind of limit Luca Garza and what he's able to do. But I think that they'll be able to win. Cover, different story, but I think I will be able to win. I think that game is going to be a little bit closer than people realize. Baylor plays Hartford. Props to Hartford for finally getting in. First time in school history. Hopefully Baylor can figure it out. Ever since they came back from COVID, they just seem a step slower. and Their defensive intensity isn't what it used to be. So hopefully they can get it going, and this is a feel-good spot. North Carolina, Wisconsin, again, this is just a game I'd be staying away. Both these teams have been up and down. Wisconsin does have the experience guard play. North Carolina has some great size. But again, this is going to be a team I'm going to be staying away. Villanova, Winthrop. Winthrop's going to be this year's 12th seed that everyone has winning. I'm going to tell you right now, just with the way Villanova has looked, Plus, they're missing their best player, Gillespie. So I can really see that this is going to be the chalky 12 seed that everyone's going to be betting. Just like, oh my God, what was it? Murray State, UAB. There's a laundry list of teams that the public is on that's a dog. And this is going to be that team this year. Because of that, this is probably going to be another one of those games I just completely stay away from. Purdue, North Texas. Purdue, I really liked what they saw, saw from them in the Big Ten they have some size. They have guys that can knock down open shots. They just don't have that dude that I trust to create in the clutch. Most of their offense is filtered through the big guy, Williams. North Texas, I really didn't like what I saw from them in W against the Western Kentucky game. Western Kentucky got off to that awful start, and Northern Texas limped to the finish. I'm not a mean green guy here. Line sitting at seven. If this drips down to like a six, five and a half, I'd be all over Purdue. But right now, no interest in that scheme. I think Purdue walks. Texas Tech, Utah State. Texas Tech is going to be dangerous just because they have guys that can create off the dribble. They play defense. They rebound. 
and they have guys that can knock open, knock open threes. Mac McQuaid, I, Big Twelve, all Big Twelve team. Texas Tech ranks twenty fourth in adjusted defense, and Utah State is eighth. This game could be a grind out, lower scoring game. I just don't think Utah State has enough points where they're going to be able to get through. Arkansas Colgate, I mean, God, offense. You, this is going to be like the old school open. Old school, like you're at a gym and you just have dudes running up and down the floor. I really like this over. Actually, that was one of my plays. The line's already moved in our favor. So hopefully you got that in when I sent it because it's already moved a couple points. Florida, Vatek. Florida's this team I always like, but they they just don't, they just can't score enough points. And Vatek has had so many pauses during COVID 19. You really don't know what you're going to do with, get with them. If anything, I'd leave the under here. But again, this is going to be a game I'm strictly going to just going to stay away from and kind of see what happens. But I would not bet this game at all right now. Maybe if I get Florida at a two or three points, but I just I, I can't do anything with this game just because of the Florida's lack of scoring. And I God only knows what I'm going to get from Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech looked good in one half against uh, North Carolina, but in the second half they just fell apart. Ohio State or Roberts. I think this game could be a little bit more competitive for the first half. Or Roberts has Max Adams and Kevin Obar. Both those guys can put up some points. Ohio State, they can get off the slow starts in the first half. So I think this game for the first half could be a little tight. And then Ohio State can look to pull away. Illinois Drexel. I mean, Illinois is like the it team now that everyone likes. I still have some serious questions about them, but I really don't think they'll be able to stop Kofi. Drexel will be able to stop Kofi and the guard play from Illinois. Illinois will obviously get through this one. Georgia Tech Loyola. That is very, very, very interesting. Ken Palm loves them. They're the ninth rated team. Georgia Tech. You guys know I love Georgia Tech. We've been cashing, betting them. We won the future on them. This is going to be a really interesting game. Opened up at three. It's dropped down to two for Georgia Tech getting two. And this is just a bad draw. I don't know for both teams. You have the ACC tournament champion getting a team that's a top 10 Ken Palm team. And you got a top 10 Ken Palm team getting Georgia State, which won the ACC championship. This is just a rough draw for both teams. I think it's a coin flip game. Georgia Tech can bring it off can bring it defensively so can the ramblers i just I, this game is going to be a pure stay away just get the popcorn and enjoy it maybe a live bet but i'm just going to strictly stay away from this game i would love to see but i think either one of these teams could give illinois trouble so definitely in the second round i'll be looking to get that tennessee against my beavers tennessee's that team you know you don't know what you're going to get it's i used to date this girl and I will just call her S because in, in case she listens to this, I don't want her to call and bitch me out because she's crazy. But you don't know what you're going to get. And it was kind of like with this girl I dated. We'd go out. Sometimes it'd be great. Sometimes it'd be dog shit. And that is what it is with Tennessee. They are so hit and miss. They struggle shooting with the zone. But in the SEC, they look great. Now, in terms of Oregon State, you have shooters, you have guys that rebound, you have size. I think this, I, I think this team, Oregon State, is going to give Tennessee fits, and they could be the 12th seed that knocks out the five. I really think that this team game is going to be a little closer. 
Oklahoma State, Liberty. Liberty, oh my God, Liberty is a tough team. They play exactly like Virginia. They can score. They're not going to give any points up. Oklahoma State is very young, but that matchup zone has looked good. When I'm in this group chat, someone sent me a future list, and Oklahoma State is way, way, way priced wrong. They're at 20 to 1. There's no way they should be 20 to 1. There's no way in hell they should be 20 to 1. I'm. This game's going to be a stay away. If I can get Liberty double digits, maybe I'll probably do that. But as of right now, this game is going to be a pure stay away from me. San Diego State, Syracuse, the Q's. My this is my mom's team. My mom loves the Q's. She loves Bayheim's kid. And I think initially people think this game is going to be a little bit low scoring, but both these teams will jack up threes. I think it could be a little higher scoring if the game total gets a little low. Maybe I'll look at the over. But right now. It's a low, it's a, basically a pick on a two-point spread. I'll stay away, but I really think Syracuse is, just because people don't know, San Diego State is going to be that chocolate 11C pick. Now, in terms of West Virginia Moorhead State, oh my God, do you guys remember last time West Virginia was a three seed and lost to Stephen A. Austin? But I will say this, this West Virginia team isn't playing the defense that I'm associated with, with the Hugginson team. So again, this team is going to stay as pure stay away. Moorhead State is good. They can shoot the ball and they can play D. So maybe this game, you know, I just don't know. This game is going to be another pure stay away for me. Clemson Rutgers, I'll say first one to 50 wins. Both these teams are going to struggle scoring. The one thing about Rutgers is they miss so many goddamn motherfucking three throws to close out games. They're so hit and miss. I definitely give them the experience and the guard play. So I would look, God, Gun to my head, I'd pick Rutgers and the under, but the under is 127. There's no way I'm going to play an under of 127 because three throws and everything that can happen. So I would stay away from this game, maybe look live, but gun to my head, I would pick Rutgers just because I like their guard play more. Houston, Cleveland State. This game is going to be a little bit interesting for me just because I am not on the Houston train i really question their offense they are 327th in tempo and cleveland state can play d i think this game could be a little bit closer just because of cleveland state's defense and houston's lack of tempo however the cleveland state does not make a lot of threes so are they going to be able to score enough that's the big question so i really i don't know I, this is probably gun to my head. I go Cleveland State, but I didn't bet any money in this game. Now we have Michigan and either Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern. I'm going to be honest. For Michigan, their main thing right now is getting Livers back. Their offense isn't the same when they don't have Livers. They run it more through Dickerson. Livers, they can run the offense through. He can hit a shot. He can drive. The whole thing that I'm holding me back from going more in Michigan is just the whole liver situation with his foot. LSU St. Bonnie, this game is going to be a popcorn game. LSU's got three guys that can play in the league. St. Bonnie's got dudes too. The big knock I have about St. Bonnie's is their depth. I just don't think they have enough guys that can hang with LSU over the course of time. I just don't think they're going to be able to 
run with them because LSU is going to try to get up and down the floor. And St. Bonaventure's doesn't, they don't just, they're just not as depth. I think guys are just going to get tired. If they get in foul trouble, look out. Colorado, Georgetown. Georgetown's another one of those it teams, that five, that 12 team. Everyone, they're going to beat Colorado because Colorado lost to Oregon State. Guys, I'm not sold on this Georgetown team. I think it just kind of came together for them. Now, remember, they would have lost to Seton Hall if Seton Hall could have made some goddamn three throws. That game, Seton Hall, 80% three for shooters in the second half or one for six. If they make those three throws, those that game's completely different, and Seton Hall wins that game. So I think Georgetown is being a little bit overvalued here. Right now, Georgetown's getting five. If this gets down to three and a half, I'm going to be all over Colorado. Colorado has... McKinley Wright, who legitimately, since Bill Upser, Spencer Dimwitty, he's the best guard to play at Colorado. This dude is legit. He's an NBA talent. So I really like Colorado to get through here. Florida State, USC, Greensboro. Florida State, they can shoot the three. They got NBA players. They got size. They got a good coach. Maybe this is the year. I really think that if Rivers is out, I think this is where they can make their run and get to a final four. BYU plays the winner of Michigan State, UCLA. BYU's got some size, but I really think whoever wins that Michigan State, UCLA game will take care of them. Texas, Texas has dudes, and they have NBA dudes. They have dudes that can score. They have a good point guard. They have guys that can rebound, guys that can defend. I think they're going to be a tough out, and they could creep on up. UConn, Maryland. Maryland's, I'm just not a Maryland guy right now. I'm not going to lie. I think Maryland is one of the weaker teams. I'm definitely going to lean UConn here just because they have the better guard play. Alabama, Ionia, Rick Pitino in the house. I wonder what big team he's going to go to next. Big by big team, I mean big conference. Alabama, you guys know we hit that big future with them winning the SEC. They're playing well. They can make the three. They can get up and down the court. I mean, this is a great draw for them. This East is completely wide open. You have no idea. I mean, I could see Bama, Texas, Florida State, LSU, or Michigan coming out of here. So this one is pure popcorn, and I'm looking forward to that. So that's kind of my initial, when the brackets were released, that's my initial thought process of everything that I saw. Also, the other big news for this weekend the UFC fight. Um, Leon Edwards. Can this dude just get a fucking break? He was out since 2019. Supposed to come back. All those COVID restrictions. Finally comes back. Accidental eye poke. Fight is over. Not even two rounds. And now he doesn't want to rematch. He wants to go into title contention. So Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I feel for that guy. I think he's great. But I just want to see him actually complete a fight. And also the other news, Drew Brees retired. Everyone knew this was going to happen. Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, he's had a noodle arm, can't throw it down the field, and he's just not what he used to be. It's going to be really interesting to see what the Saints do. I think they'd be fools if they went with Taysom Hill, but we all know Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill. So that's it. Just kind of a couple quick thoughts of the weekend. Big thing, my initial thoughts for the NCAA tournament again if you want to be part of the team, only 25 bucks for the whole tournament, DM me. We'll start the process. Also, Tuesday, I'm going to be recording with Gino. I think he's going to release it Wednesday. I'm not 100% sure. My initial thought, more in depth of brackets, because right now I'm spending Monday and Tuesday. I'm diving into this shit, looking, 
at common opponents, three-point shooting, defensive efficiency, three throws, all that jazz. So I'll have a little bit more. Uh, my bracket, I'll give out my bracket, give out some a couple more picks if there are any for free. So make sure you check that out on Wednesday. I'll be back on Saturday, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. I may make a spontaneous trip to Indianapolis, or I may go see my parents. I don't know. I, I, I the, Something will come out Saturday or Sunday, so be on the lookout for that. Brandon will be on. We'll break down the NASCAR. Be safe. Be well. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to everyone later.